Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the uh, program. we got a lot coming up, a lot of legal analysis of what is an unequal justice system that is alive and well in America and uh, lack of equal application of our laws in America. The left is seemingly oblivious to any of this as long as they get their, you know, as long as they get their way. They'll they'll put up with any double standard that exists. I mean, and these are flagrant double standards. I'm not going to play the whole thing. Into, well, maybe I'll play it later. Because this exchange with Lindsey Graham and and George Stephanopoulos, this, you know, look, and I know, I'll, let me just set this up. I know some of you don't like Lindsey Graham. You know what? We hear a lot from our audience, and we take, we take under heavy consideration how you feel. Um, and there's times Lindsay pisses me off. Linda, you've heard some of those arguments and, and I've heard we, many. we've gone over, we've gone over, you know, we've had it out a few times. I was like the latest time I was mad at him was over the omnibus bill over Christmas. I'm like, what the hell is this? What are you doing? And anyway, so however, there are moments when Lindsey Graham's a rock star. And like in the Kavanaugh hearings, I think he single-handedly changed the momentum of those hearings when he went absolutely, you know, nuts on the Democrats and their double standard and their treatment of of conservative uh, uh, potential justices for the Supreme Court, because it is a disgusting double standard, Uh, because Republicans don't do this to liberal justices appointed by liberal presidents. And anyway, so he was on with Stephanopoulos. Let me play a few highlights from this. We'll play more of it later. Listen. This morning, Donald Thank Trump you. has said repeatedly, repeatedly that he did nothing wrong. Do you yeah. believe that? Well, here's what I believe. We live in an America where if you're the Democratic candidate for president, Hillary Clinton, secretary of state, you can set up a private server in your basement to conduct government business. And when an investigation Senator, is had about your activity. No, let me finish. But you this didn't answer the question. That was ridiculous. Well, yeah, I, I'm trying to answer the question from a Republican point of view. 
That may not be acceptable on this show. Yes, I don't like what President Trump did in certain aspects. I don't like that Joe Biden had classified information on the garage. I don't like that Mike Pence carelessly took classified information. I don't like any of that. But what I don't like is a system in America where the Secretary of uh, State, who's a Democratic uh, candidate for president, has people take a hammer to social media devices and break them apart, apply beach, uh, bleach bit to a hard drive to erase emails, allow classified information to get on a felon's computer, Anthony Weiner. You haven't even mentioned that. Most Republicans believe we live in a country where Hillary Clinton did very similar things and nothing happened to her. President Trump will have his day in court, but espionage charges are absolutely ridiculous. I'll play the whole exchange later. It was that good. And uh, props to, to Lindsay for that. And by the way, I could already see the phone calls. Why did you play Lindsay? Because it was a great moment. And it really gets to the heart of the arguments that we've been making right here on this show that so many other people have ignored. Now, let me take you back and we'll kind of we'll, we'll go back to James Comey, the July 2016 press conference and no reasonable prosecutor would prosecute. And interspersed Jack Smith, who says that we don't have a two tier justice. We have one system of justice for all. No, we don't. We don't have that. And this is the heart of how so many Americans feel about justice in America today. This is why Jim Jordan on the Judiciary Committee is leading an investigation into the RFBI being politicized and our DOJ weaponized. It's not one, it's not two. This will now be the third presidential election where the Department of Justice and the FBI is a part of that is is involving itself to unprecedented degrees in a presidential election. You know, start with the, you know, the the FISA warrant applications. Uh what what was going on there? What, nobody read the Durham report that said that op Operation Crossfire Hurricane never, ever should have been open? How Hillary Clinton, Clinton was treated so differently than Donald Trump? You know, when there were issues of potential conflicts with uh, members of her team, uh, maybe meeting with foreign adversaries, she got a briefing. Donald Trump got set up. And and it just all turns out to be nothing but a lie that goes on for three years. Nobody holds the mob, the media accountable. Nobody ho holds the Democratic Party accountable. They just they just move on to the next group, a series of lies. You know, but you compare this, you know, all of this top secret, all this classified information that even James Comey in July of 2016 acknowledges is real but then concludes, but no reasonable prosecutor would prosecute. And keep in mind, what he's saying here has nothing to do with the 33,000 subpoenaed uh, emails on her server that were wiped clean, like with a cloth. No, not with a cloth, with bleach bit. In other words, it's like acid washing your servers and your hard drives so that any material on there can no longer be recovered again. And I had not heard of bleach bit until then. Now I guess the country knows what bleach bit is. But this is the difference. Think of why, why wasn't Hillary Clinton's home raided? Uh, why wasn't the location of her servers raided? Uh, why weren't their charges brought up? You know, why wasn't any one of the four locations that Joe Biden had top secret classified information? 
why is it any one of, of of those locations were they why were they not raided you know what is the special counsel looking into biden doing because unlike the special counsel with trump there's there's no leaking there's no grand juries this the one against trump had two grand juries one in dc and one in, in south florida miami i mean what's this guy heard doing he's supposed to be looking into joe biden's case because from what I can see, we got the exact same issues here. If anything, the issues far favor Donald Trump because as president, he had the authority to declassify pretty much anything. Uh, and I defy anybody to show me the exact process that any president's supposed to take to declassify. Because that, as far as we looked, doesn't exist. So that means that, uh-oh, that's unclear in the law. That doesn't mean you broke the law, but there's not a process for it. Anyway, listen to Comey back in 2016. You ask yourself, does this sound fair to you? Does this sound like equal justice under the law to you and equal application of our laws to you? How did the FBI view the incident in which Hillary Clinton instructed Jake Sullivan to take the markings off of a document that was to be sent to her? Yeah, we looked at that pretty closely. There was some problem with their secure fax machine, and there's an email in which she says, in substance, take the headers off of it and send it as a non-paper. We have one set of laws in this country, and they apply to everyone. There are hundreds of classified documents on these servers. How many people, without a security clearance, had access to that server? I don't know the exact numbers I sit here. Um, it's probably more than two, less than 10. We have one set of laws in this country, and they apply to everyone. 110 emails in 52 email chains have been determined by the owning agency to contain classified information at the time they were sent or received. Eight of those chains contained information that was top secret at the time they were sent. 36 of those chains contained secret information at the time and eight contained confidential information at the time. Although there is evidence of potential violations of the statutes regarding the handling of classified information, our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. We have one set of laws in this country, and they apply to everyone. One set of laws, they apply to everyone. No, they didn't, because they didn't apply this to Hillary. And again, I will put emphasis on that does not include what Comey's talking about is the missing 33,000 emails that were deleted. That would be an obstruction charge uh, if it were a Republican. So there's nobody that's going to convince me that we have equal justice under the law or, or, or one system for all. That's 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 nothing. As as the senator said later in the interview with Stephanopoulos, not a damn thing happened to Mrs. Clinton. Nothing. And then, you know, Stephanopoulos says, well, she was fully investigated and the investigation found no intentional holding back of documents. What is he talking about? Then why did she acid wash the hard drives? Why? It's George is not a stupid man, but he's still spinning for the Clintons like he was in that movie, The War Room, you know, threatening people. You'll never work in this city again. Talking to some reporter and about the Jennifer Flowers issue, I believe, um, you know, but we have a lot of news on this front. This is this is now where we are as a country. You know, now Donald Trump said he'd appoint a special prosecutor to go after Joe Biden. 
By the way, rumors are running rampant this week, and, and I'm telling you right now how this is going to play out. There's going to be, in my view, an indictment of Hunter Biden. It's going to have to do with tax felonies, probably. Maybe a conspiracy charge, just guessing. Uh, and likely lying on his gun application form. Okay. The problem with that is this has nothing to do with the documents. Here's another problem. They were able, what did they appoint the special counsel? October, November, what was it, eight months ago? Okay, they've had Hunter's laptop since December of 2019. New York Post had a great headline today. Uh, what about the Bidens? Trump was indicted. What about the Bidens? Joe's garage files merit the same scrutiny as as Donald J. Trump's. And by the way, they are right in their analysis here. You know, the, the, the most egregious thing, OK, is that the the classified documents in unauthorized locations. OK, the most interesting part of the 44 page indictment by Jack Smith and Mandy McCarthy makes this point. I've worked for cases for years on national security. I confess to being surprised at the Biden DOJ's position that there's no risk of making such descriptions public. Um, but this is all going to come out because we do have Jim Jordan is on the case. We 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 have now information. You know, Joe's uh, garage deserves the same heat, but it wasn't just the garage. It was the Biden Penn Center, University of Delaware. It was the Biden family residence. It was the Biden beach home. How come none of their locations got raided? How come we haven't gotten a full accounting of what they actually found out here? You know, for all the people saying this is outrageous, this is outrageous. You know, it's what's outrageous is, is you have one party, one group of people treated one way and another group of people treated another way. And the bigger problem here is when they go after Hunter on this low hanging fruit stuff. I mean, this is the low hanging fruit. You know, the only thing missing is, you know, uh, soliciting prostitution. They're not going after what Comer's looking into. They're not going into what is alleged by this, quote, credible source that put information on a 1023 form that alleges that certain actions were taken by then Vice President Joe Biden in exchange for payments. And there's a pretty damning smoking gun email on uh, Hunter's laptop about this that we'll tell you about as the hour unfolds here. Now, we've got a lot of legal opinions on the on the show today, including the president's attorney, Joe Tacopina, Greg Jarrett, David Schoen. Get to your calls today. 800-941-SHAWN is our number. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him. 
taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline, so if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? 
Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's why there's the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the uh, program. Um, there's a lot of other sidebar issues aligned with this, associated with this. And, you know, one of them is, and we'll get into it with our panels of attorneys coming up later in the program, is, um, you know, apparently the judge in this case who worked on a previous case involving Donald Trump, uh, watched now the left try to move towards recusal. Watch the left do that. That's my my first admonition. Now, the reason they're going to do that is because this judge was appointed by Trump, which, by the way, is not in and of itself disqualifying. Well, but that's the judge that wanted the special master after the documents were seized at Mar-a-Lago. Okay, so the 11th Circuit disagreed and the judge went along with the 11th Circuit's order. Happens all the time. What they really want to do is have an opportunity to go judge shopping and find you know, an album brag down in Miami, Florida, in the hopes that, oh, we get a guaranteed slam dunk, you know, judge here that's going to help them the entire the entire trial. Um, by the way, I want to remind you, our friends at MyPillow have a great sale going on right now. Uh, you've heard me talk about Mike Lindell's desire to give back to his customers. And lately, we've told you about my slippers and great deals on them and the Giza Dream Sheets, the all-new MyPillow 2.0. Now, Mike's latest offer is his six-piece towel set made with USA cotton, extremely absorbent, yet still providing that soft feel that you're looking for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths, typically $99.98, now on clearance for 25 bucks. when you go to MyPillow.com and click on the Sean Hannity Square. That's over 70% savings. Towels are machine washable, durable, multiple sizes and styles. Anyway, just go to MyPillow.com, Sean Hannity Square, clearance, $99.98, now just 25 bucks. Anyway, or call 800-919-6090, enter the promo code Hannity. Um, now, it looks like, this was in the UK Guardian, that uh, Biden's uh, prosecutor is now apparently being accused of some type of misconduct. The, the lawyer for Donald Trump's valet who's in the Mar-a-Lago documents investigation. He was also indicted, uh, well, will be tomorrow, but, I mean, was in this indictment, um, has now submitted court papers describing a meeting at which a top federal prosecutor brought up his application to be a judge when they tried to gain the valet's cooperation last year, according to three people familiar with that matter. But By the way, if this is against a Democrat, probably will just disappear. In the dark of night, never to be brought up again. Um, at issue was an incident that took place last year. Prosecutors were trying to get this valet who has been under scrutiny because they suspect that he helped the former president, quote, conceal documents that had been subpoenaed. And he'd already spoken to prosecutors in the investigation. They called his lawyer and summoned him for a meeting at the Justice Department headquarters for an urgent matter and said they were reluctant to discuss over the phone. And anyway, he arrives in the conference room, seated from several prosecutors across from them, uh, working on the investigation, including the chief of the counterintelligence section, who explained that they wanted this guy to cooperate with the government against Trump. 
then, uh, you know, should he cooperate with the government, uh, he has been given potentially conflicting testimony that could give that could result in false statements uh, or false statements charged. So they kind of say, well, you don't cooperate. We're going to charge you. And he said to have, you know, demurred, noting that the valet had made false statements. Anyway, then they turned to Woodward and remarked that he did not think that Woodward was a Trump guy and that he would do the right thing before noting that he knew Woodward had submitted an application to be a judge at the Superior Court in D.C. and that was currently pending. Why would that even come up? That turns out to be true. That's a problem with the people involved with that. Um, look, you got a lot of different views on this. And, you know, former top DOJ officials spot something on page three. This was pretty interesting, I thought. Um, who was it that found this? I think it was Jeffrey Clark. Yeah, he was on Twitter on Friday. And anyway... CNN had reported June 2nd that federal prosecutors had obtained this audio recording of a summer 2021 meeting between when when Donald Trump, this is mentioned in the indictment, acknowledged that he held on to a classified uh, Pentagon document about a potential attack on Iran that they are saying undercuts his argument uh, that he declassified everything. Uh, anyway, Clark took to Twitter on Friday, said the leak to the media would be grounds for Trump to have the case dismissed. I'm beginning to read the indictment against Trump, but even three pages in, it's clear that a leak that preceded the indictments are far too close to what's actually being pleaded by the DOJ and and to be a coincidence. For example, he points out we hear the recording of Bedminster call, which the msnbc's of the world have been beating a dead horse now for some time to come and while based on these leaks this means that trump's lawyer could not possibly be the source of the leaks so there you go that would mean it would come from the doj that would mean that should be investigated and if they're guilty they should be punished and it would also be grounds for granting a motion highlighting jury pool poisoning and and dismissing the indictment before it even reaches you know day one don't expect any of this to happen. This doesn't happen in Donald Trump's world. This is this is just the way it is. There's a double standard. The Justice Department is silent on Trump's allegation that a DOJ prosecutor tried this this issue with the valet. Just as a side note, um, you know, it is. I don't know what to to make of all of this. At what point? And I think this is what, what Lindsay was getting at with Stephanopoulos. If you want to know how half the country sees this, they you can't just see it through this prism. But when you look at the fact that Joe Biden had classified information in four locations, four, going back to his time as senator. Then you look at the fact that Hillary Clinton, her whole case, which we went into great specificity and detail in the first part of the show, and many times thereafter, I won't repeat all that. And then you got even the Mike Pence, he had a small amount that he discovered after seeing all this news. He said, let me go back and double check and make sure everything's right. They did find a couple of items. He handed it over to the DOJ. But in the case of Hillary and Joe Biden in particular, it's far more. It, it's a far greater comparison because you're dealing about massive volumes of classified material. And then the no reasonable prosecutor would prosecute defense. And 
you know, it's if, if you look at all of that, you have to say, are the American people looking at this? A Durham report that said Operation Crossfire Hurricane never, ever should have even been opened as a case. But yet it was by the FBI. This will now be three consecutive presidential elections that the DOJ and, of course, the FBI under their jurisdiction is now dropping cinder blocks on the scales of an election. I mean, what do you think happened by giving Hillary a pass in 2016 did? Well, they gave her a path to keep running for president. That wouldn't have happened if it was Donald Trump that they had discovered. That would have been a very different press conference in July of 2016. Then never mind that the FBI sent agents over to uh, Great Britain for the purpose of offering Christopher Steele a million dollars just if he could corroborate his dirty dossier that Hillary paid for. He never could collect. Well, that's putting their cinder blocks on the scale of an election. Then in 2020, what do we have in 2020? Well, we know the FBI had Hunter Biden's laptop in December of 2019. We know, according to John Solomon, it was authenticated by the spring of 2020. And then we know that still the FBI had agents meeting weekly with big tech companies in the months leading up to the 2020 presidential election, warning them that they might be victims of a misinformation campaign. And then we know from testimony of Yoel Roth, the Twitter integrity site head at the time in the Missouri case that specifically they mentioned some of the misinformation may be about Joe Biden and it may be about Hunter Biden. Now, the FBI was betting that that information was likely going to be leaked before the election because they knew that Rudy Giuliani had a copy of Hunter's laptop. And that's at the time was the the president's attorney. Okay, so they they go out there, and what do they do with big tech companies? Yeah, you might be, guys, you got to be on the lookout. You're going to be victims of a disinformation campaign. Every week they're hearing this from the FBI. That's two examples. So now you have the DOJ in election presidential election cycle number three, and in this one, they go after Joe Biden's top political opponent, leading by pretty large margins in every poll to get the Republican nomination, and they undermine him. Now, they, they're going to try and say that they're fair by going after Hunter, you know, five years later, but not going after the Hunter stuff connected to Joe, and not going after the LLCs, and not going after the SARS, and not giving us pertinent information that the American public does need to know, How much money in business did the Biden family do with the communist Chinese, for example, or the Russians, for example, or Ukraine, for example, uh, or Kazakhstan or any one of what Comer says is a dozen countries? Why would nine family members funneled money, including grandchildren from these endeavors? What did these countries, what, what did they expect in return for massive amounts of money? What did they get in return for massive amounts of money? Because that one credible FBI whistleblower, the one they paid him a couple hundred grand to, because his intel was so good in the past, because he's got that 1023 saying um, Joe performed certain acts as vice president in exchange for real money for him and Hunter. Okay, I'd say we need to get to the bottom of that. I'd like to know how much money they did. I'd like to know, okay, were these real LLCs, meaning limited liability corporations, 
that were designed to build businesses where people invested? Or was it really a shell company? What's a shell company? Well, it's when somebody sets up an LLC, not for the purpose of investing money to buy property or invest in uh, annuities or whatever, whatever the LLC is, or maybe to build a restaurant and you put money in there and you take money out of there, etc. No. And if you just created LLCs to park money and kind of send it from one LLC to another LLC to another LLC to another LLC till eventually it ends up in somebody's pocket or bank account, well, those are all questions we need answers to. So whatever, if, if in fact this rumored, and it's been rumored now for a while, indictment of Hunter happens, the timing is absolutely by design because they've had this information for five years. It's not a coincidence it's going to be the week after Trump. It's not a coincidence that it's going to happen, you know, without the real investigation being complete and finished, meaning James Comer's investigation. You know, we're not going to hear from the guy that 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 was the witness in the 1023. I might actually have some privacy objections. A 1023 form does not mean that something has been proven, but it's an allegation. In this case, by as Senator Grassley and Congressman Comer said, by a very credible source, credible enough to get paid by the FBI, that's pretty credible. But how many more elections are we going to go through where the DOJ or their, of course, their oversight of the FBI is involved in our elections? Now, and then the news media coming out with these phony polls, I'm not buying any of them. Half the country doesn't buy it. Uh, oh, gee, Chris Christie's doing a town hall. I'm so sorry I'm going to miss that. Like the rest of the country will miss that. He's only running for one reason. Him and Asa Hutchinson. You know, I'm like, seriously? At least, you know, you, the candidates like Tim Scott, Mike Pence, Vivek Ramaswamy, Nikki Haley. You know, I, I, I don't really know the North Dakota, Dakota governor. Um, well enough to give you a take on him, but we'll have him on. Give him a chance. Christy, I hate Trump. I hate him more than you hate him. I hate him so much I'm running for president just so I can hate on him. I'm the only one that can take Trump out. I took out Marco Rubio. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Chris, you know what? You left office with a 14% approval rating. That's all I need to say. And what were you doing on the beach that you closed for the rest of the people in New Jersey? Why were you on that beach? Why did you hug Obama during Hurricane Sandy, which you deny it was a hug? It looked like a hug to me. I think that was a hug. When do you think that was a hug? I think they're besties. You think they're besties? Wow. Even, I don't even think you should talk about Obama's bestie like that. He's going to get super I upset. bet you he pays homage to... to Or homage. That was not the word you used or last week. homage. No, it's your term was Just get homage. over it. You won. You crushed me. You crushed me. No, the audience crushed you because I was Oh, uh, right. no, you crushed me, and you enjoyed every minute of it. That's actually true. They actually owe you $1,000. Homage. Yeah. Okay, do you think I'm going to take your $1,000? Yeah, because I'm going to give it to you. I okay. pay all my debts. Okay, you hand it to me, and I'm going to drop it on the floor and leave it there. You think I'm a Biden? I pay my debts. I'm not. I, I would never let you pay $1,000 to me. That's what's right. But I would have paid you, just for the record. Homage. All right, don't forget about our friends 
at uh, Lone Star Transfer. Look, if you have felt like if you own a timeshare and you, you can't book it and it was difficult in the past, it's almost impossible now. And many clients now are shocked when they learn that a timeshare is now available to the public. That severely limits your booking options. Many owners now have reached out. They're upset that their yearly dues have nearly doubled during this maintenance fee season. Now, for well over a decade, this family-owned company has had the pleasure of helping over 18,000 owners legally, permanently get out of the never-ending timeshares. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, hundreds and hundreds of five-star testimonials. Their clients and I know Lone Star Transfer is the only company that you can trust. Lone Star Transfer guarantees the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing and in a specific time frame. Do yourself a favor. Call my friends. Uh, for free at LoneStarTransfer.com. Their number is 833-594-0075. Free consultation, no obligation. 833-594-0075. Check them out on the web, LoneStarTransfer.com. Old Inspired Solutions for America. This is the Sean Hannity Show. I want to get Craig Jarrett and um, David Schoen's reaction to the Lindsey Graham-Stephanopoulos exchange. That was pretty interesting to me. Uh, Also, um, don't forget our interview with Gavin Newsom tonight on Hannity. Uh, Joe Tacopina, the president's attorney, he'll be one of our guests today. Uh, 800-941-SEAN is our number. But, you know, one of the things that I've noticed is just having conversations with people, this is how it breaks down. If you see what has been happening the last number of years and the double standard, impeachment one, impeachment two, three years of nonstop, never-ending, outright lying about Trump-Russia collusion that never happened, none of this surprises you, nor does any of it, you know, resonate with you. But if you've hated Trump the whole time, you just, you want to just always believe the lie and the worse Never, ever facing the reality of how much of the lie you believed on the Russia hoax. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.